0: Hi guys, welcome back to our episode that is going to be about social media and I have a special guest here, Zaina, who is going to talk about all things social media. Zaina has been a licensed esthetician for the past couple of years. Not just an esthetician, she also has a background in marketing and sales. She specializes mainly in social media strategy. She has grown her account tremendously on all over the social media, you can see her Instagram, TikTok, everything is doing really well. So it seems like she has the right knowledge and right advice for new estheticians on how to grow their social media and how you can actually utilize social media to grow your business. So let's welcome Zaina. Hi, Zaina. How are you doing?
1: Hi, Razi. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: I'm so glad to have you. Honestly, it's been a really, really long time. We haven't talked about social media or anything work related. So the moment I started doing the podcast, I was like, I have lists of people. That I'm going to invite, and you were one of them that I wanted to talk about because initially, when I started my social media, you were really helpful. And my previous Instagram page, you really supported, and that really did help me to grow my account as well. So, first of all, thank you for that. And second of all, I'm so glad you're here so you can help us out with this crazy social media strategies that are going around, and every time everything changes with the algorithm. So, maybe you can pour some light and help us out.
1: Of course, I Look forward to helping as much as I can, sharing my tips with you guys. Especially your TikTok
0: is doing so much better as compared to before. I've seen you growing so much. I feel like you are implementing some strategies that are helpful.
1: Thank you. Yeah, TikTok is definitely, I would say it's oversaturated. So just to keep in mind, to constantly do your research, follow up with the latest trends definitely has helped me, I think, the most with TikTok. Um, As you know that the algorithms are constantly changing, so we have to adapt and just try to stay on top of things as much as possible and be consistent. So
0: I want to start our interview with a few questions. My first question to you is that how did you actually start your aesthetic journey? Like what made you decide to go from sales into like basically learning aesthetics, skincare and makeup? So
1: I actually studied aesthetics back in 2010, because I had been struggling to find the right Products for my acne and dark spots. Even after seeing a bunch of dermatologists, I felt like my skin wasn't where I wanted it to be. So I guess I was just very interested in learning the anatomy and science of skin since there wasn't that much knowledge 10 years ago about skincare and the importance of wearing sunscreen. So I figured, why not? you know, start a journey, my journey in aesthetics and help other people feel more confident in their own skin.
0: I definitely can feel you on that. There's so much lack of information and knowledge about skincare. I feel back in the time that you actually became an aesthetician, you mentioned to me that there wasn't that many aesthetician. like aesthetics was not as popular as it is today. Is that true?
1: That's true. I mean, I remember several people asking me, what did you study? And I said, esthetician. And I just remember the majority of people didn't even know what an esthetician was. I had to sit there and explain what it was. So it it definitely wasn't out there as as much as it is now. Now it's skincare is one of the, you know, most studied industries. So I think skincare has become more important, especially, you know, due to COVID and everybody wearing masks and, you know, acne increase. People were just more interested in learning about skincare um, than the past. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I'm really glad that I studied it. I learned so much, but honestly, I learned even more after school, like just constantly researching and trying out new products and just evolving on my own.
0: Mm -hmm. That's what I think tell people that mainly you would learn aesthetics outside the school. School is just a very temporary short time period that you learn something, but it's mainly what you would learn outside of the school. So it can actually be more of a learning experience outside of school. Also, what actually did make you choose social media? Because I see that you are a social media strategist and you have actually worked on your social media personally, grown it so much. So what actually made you choose social media as a career in terms of being a social media manager and strategist
1: that's actually a good question so I moved to St. Louis uh, back in 2011 and then a year later I had twins Um, at that time when they were around I think four I applied to several med spas my goal was to be home when my kids got home uh, from school. So I decided to apply to some med spas and most of them, uh, you know, they were willing to accept me. But of course, they wanted full time employees or just like evening hours. And that obviously did not work with my schedule. Um, you know, I have to be home at a certain time to get my kids from school. And you know, just I want to make sure that I'm able to spend time with my family as much as possible. So that's when I decided to start blogging. And um, which was when they started kindergarten, I decided to start my website and my Instagram and um, different social media platforms from home to see, you know, is it going to take off? Is it going to go well? And I figured I'm still able to spread knowledge of skincare as well as apply my marketing background, which ended up working out great and convenient for my you know, busy schedule as a mom. But at most of all, I love helping others feel more confident in their skin. I'm still able to conduct virtual consults and meet people worldwide, which is incredible.
0: Whatever you were saying, I was imagining my life around it is that that actually made me do the same thing, just thinking about having a family and having a Full, like business can sometimes be very difficult. So I understand that working from home and just having something that you can do from the convenience of your home is a lot easier as compared to having a full big med spa and running that not saying that it's not possible, but it definitely is possible. But everybody's uh, preferences is different. What was some challenges you had when you initially started social media? Uh,
1: there was several challenges, you know, um, you know, you, you you get into your mind a little bit, you're like, am I going to succeed is all these hours that I'm putting in creating this content gonna, you know, stand out in the out, I guess you could say, is it gonna, you know, help anybody? Is anybody gonna find what I do? Just set yourself apart, you know, you want to set yourself apart as much as possible. So just the struggle of adapting to the algorithm changes, being consistent as much as possible, that can be sometimes be a little draining, you know, trying to post, you know, several times a week, coming up with the content coming up with new ideas, all of that is a lot of work. It may look like it's simple to somebody, the viewer on the outside, but it does take up a lot of energy, a lot of, you know, you have to be very creative. So I would say that was the biggest struggle at first. Um, It was really hard for me at first to grow, But then after doing a lot of research um, and, you know, just like watching other creators on there and, you know, trying to follow their tips, I just kind of put it all together, tried to stay consistent, try to put out the, you know, the most meaningful content I can and trying to put myself in the shoes of a viewer. Like, what would I want to see on the other end? What would I want to know? What would younger Zaina want to know, you know, 10 years before I studied aesthetics what was my struggles and I tried to put out content that I think would be extremely inspirational for the average viewer and that's when I really noticed my Instagram started to pick up I started to become a lot more social and interactive on my platforms engaging with others realizing the importance of that and that's why it's called social media for a reason because you really have to be interactive and personable and just really honest with what you're doing
0: this is so amazing there's a reason it's called social media i mean it's pretty obvious that social media and it in the term means to be social means to be interactive with people and a lot of estheticians especially the new ones i feel they have a lot of fear when it comes to social media they do feel uh pressurized that they They have to be in a certain type of way. They have to be somebody else to be on social media, which actually doesn't show authenticity. And that can can be very obvious in your content. It can show that you're not who you are. And that does hurt a lot of people's engagement. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I agree with you. You have to be your true self, right? You can't just worry so much what others are thinking about you. You have to do what you're doing because you love it and you really believe in it, right? If you're not putting your mind in something or you're not enjoying what you're liking, it will sh- enjoy what you're uh, promoting, then it's going to start showing in, in you know the, the quality of your work. It'll start showing in your personality and it's just not the vibe that anybody should ever want to give off. So when I do what I do, although it can be a lot of work, I truly am passionate about what I do. I mean, most of the tips that I share are just to share them because I want to share them for fun. I'm not trying to get anything out of it. So I think if you go in with that mindset, then you definitely will go far. This is my next
0: question to you. Do you really think that social media is necessary or somebody can just run their business without having the social media?
1: I think you can for sure have a successful uh, business without social media. However, I think... If somebody were to come up to me and ask me, should I have a social media handle? I would say yes, at least one. Uh, social media, I believe, can reach a large audience, and it has become a great way for businesses to promote their products or services. And the reason is, since most people go on social media these days. It can be an effective platform to engage with others and a potential way to gain exposure if you you use it correctly and consistently. So, yes, my take on it is that social media can be definitely uh, a great advantage for one for their business um, as far as reaching people from, you know, all over. And it's also become a really large social uh, search Search engine as well, yeah. Social media is a search engine, so that's why it can be to to one's benefit to have one.
0: What are some platforms that you would prefer um, in terms of like creating content? What is your favorite, and you the one that you feel is also very effective, or do you think it just keeps changing every time?
1: I do think it's constantly evolving. You know, I do think that for a while, when I was you know younger, before I even studied aesthetics, I think Facebook was like the it platform. I remember. Everybody had Facebook and then it kind of like, then the new platform comes along, which was Instagram and Instagram kind of took over. And then obviously now it's TikTok. I think every platform kind of has its its advantages. Like I think Instagram for me personally, I found that Instagram has provided the greatest advantage for my business as far as, you know, other brands reaching out to me, clients finding me uh TikTok to me is the most entertaining so that's why I like to have a TikTok as well and I do believe that TikTok can help funnel traffic to you know other social media accounts like Pinterest or Instagram so that's just my opinion on it um I would definitely have to say Instagram and TikTok are both beneficial, but I do find Instagram for me, the most helpful in terms of my business.
0: So do you think it's easy to build a platform on Instagram at the moment, or do you think it's just a little too late?
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Um. I never think it's too late you know I I never think it's too late I've seen actually I have seen a creator who I think just joins maybe I want to say she started about eight months ago and her account is well over 100k so it just goes to show you that you can join late in the game but also you know be able to set yourself apart she is extremely consistent her content is exquisite. Um, she does a lot of illustrations. She's really good at what she does. Um, I think that it is oversaturated right now, but I think that the right people will find you that are meant to find you. And, you know, every location has, you know, their own. Fan base, and it's it's just it's it's never too late to to start what you love doing. That's just my opinion, but I do think it, it just takes a lot of dedication and motivation to keep up with it.
0: Motivation is the most important part because there are days you don't really want to post anything or you don't. Right? To yeah, you anything.
1: have to just think about how it's gonna be like how it's gonna work out to your favor and all of the pros instead of the cons. You know, you just have to think positive.
0: You actually put it really well together when you said that you have to create the type of content that you actually want to consume. You have to think of whatever you're creating, how would you like to see it? If you make a video, just basically turn off your your volume and watch the video. And if you're still entertained, and you still want to keep watching, it's a good piece of content. If you basically are not entertained, and you personally feel bored watching yeah. your own content, that means it's not a good piece of content. So you have to do some some work and change right. things around. So it's a really good piece of advice you actually gave.
1: Yeah, no, you said that you said an important uh keyword, which is entertain. I think these days, it's all about entertainment, people want to that short form quick content that really grasps their grasps their attention really quick so as long as you can you know grab the attention of you know whoever's watching but also be entertaining at the same time then you probably have better luck.
0: Yeah, it's all about the entertainment, honestly. People nowadays have very short span of attention. They don't want to like wait for 30 minutes to watch a video and find the recipe of something. They mainly just want everything within 30 seconds. And if you can deliver it within less than 30 seconds, it's a lot easier. It's a lot engaging for them. I just take it from my personal experience. If I watch a content that is not entertaining and it's over one minute, I just lose my patience and I just scroll. So it's, with all of us. I'm not saying that your con- content has to be less than a minute or less than 30 se- seconds. Don't make it about the time. Have the right energy. If you are in the right vibrational energy, you're feeling motivated, excited about creating the content, you are going to feel very natural in front of the camera. And it's just going to come out easily as compared to when I have also done like batch creation, which we're going to talk about that as well. I've created done like batch creating and there comes a time that I'm extremely exhausted. And I just want to say the words within 15 seconds and that's about it and some of those videos do not perform well
1: yeah yeah it's all about you know you want to be in the right headspace you want to be ready for what you're going to create you want to you know you just have to have the right mindset if you're not you know if you wake up and you're just like today i need a break then it's important to take breaks in between because then you can come back and create even better content rather than just putting anything out there or not just, you know, you know, you have yeah. to you have to just know that what you're doing, what you're saying and what you're about to put out there is exactly the what you want people to know. You know what I'm trying to say? Like you you don't want to just do it just to do it. You always want to be in the right headspace, I guess is what I'm trying to say.
0: Do you think it's easier to batch create when it comes to creating content? Or do you prefer that just create it as you go. I'm mainly talking about creating video content. I know for infographics it's a little bit different. You you can just take your time however you want to create it. But when it comes to creating a video content, what what is your strategy? What would be your advice?
1: I have done both. I have created batch content before and I've also done it as you know as I think of an idea. I kind of record as I go go. When it comes to videos, I try to record maybe like one to three videos each time that I'm going to record. So like today, if I'm going to film, I try to get in one to three videos since I'm already ready. I try to have my ideas all planned out and then, you know, what topics I'm going to talk about planned. And then I go from there. There has been days where I just filmed maybe one video at a time. I don't really think it, it... it really matters. I mean, it's all based on your schedule and what works best for you. You know, if you have a very busy schedule at work or you work in a med spa, I know it can be tricky to even find the extra time to film. So I would suggest maybe batch filming, you know, getting a bunch of videos together and just kind of, you know, making them short form, quick videos, simple, concise. And if you have more free time or you work from home like me, I tend to just record a lot of times as I go, I'll think of an idea, or I'll, or I'll get inspiration from someone. And I'll think to myself, this is a great idea for the next time that I, you know, that I record. Um, Personally, I do find it easier to do the batch, the batch content filming, just because you know, you get a bunch of videos filmed, and then you save it in your drafts and can post it, you know, periodically. Um, whenever you're able, because it it is a lot of editing, as you know, on our ends, especially with Mm -hmm. skincare, there's a lot of information we have to write out. So just kind of filming ahead of time does help. And then you can edit it whenever you're able to. And even with charts, um, some days I'll create like five charts in one day. Other days, I'll come up with an idea and just create one that same day in the morning, you know, I'll wake up and I'll, I'm like, you know what, today I need a post and I'll just create it that day. But for the most part i think i do kind of batch create
0: do you distribute it on all social media platforms because now i see uh, for example if you created a reel or a video do you like now it's easier i think you can put it on shorts you can put it on pinterest pinterest is also uh, giving bonuses and money instagram facebook reel is actually paying people in order to post their reels and stuff i feel like it's really becoming everything is just becoming like tiktok because tiktok just it's a very disruptive uh, tool that it just <laughs> It's all about short form
1: content now.
0: Yeah, and it's like I see on Pinterest everything I back in the days I would see is like where it was charts or maybe like people would post their websites and things like that. Now it's all short form videos and everybody's posting videos. Do you actually distribute your content on other platforms as well? Is that something that you suggest everybody to do as well?
1: I think that the more that you share, the the better. You know, you're reaching audience from different platforms. They can be different on Pinterest versus TikTok. Like I know that my audience, the location, just like from the insights, tells me that, you know, on TikTok, it can reach, you know, all the way to Australia, um, South Africa. Whereas on Instagram, it's always going to be the United States because that's where I'm located. But it also reaches India, UK more on Instagram. Whereas Pinterest, um, you know, again, it can be, worldwide. So anytime I can reach a new person and inspire someone else, then I'm all for it. Uh, I don't share videos as often as I would like to on Pinterest, but my Pinterest does have a lot of infographics. And I've had several people reach out to me for virtual consults via Pinterest, some via TikTok. So I do think that it's very important to take advantage of the platforms we are given.
0: How do you find it comfortable to be in front of camera? I know a lot of people are not comfortable in front of camera. Well, I have to
1: say I was one of those people who took a long time to get in front of a camera. I think I even mentioned that to you. I said how, you know, give me some of your tips because I noticed you're extremely comfortable in front of a camera. I would have to say it took me about a year at least to really put myself out there and be comfortable, you know, showing myself. I would say that what helped me the most Is just doing lives on TikTok. I've been doing lives for a year now. And I think just constantly talking in front of a camera. It was kind of like practice for me. Um, I have learned to disregard, you know, rude comments. Not get so much in my head. And I think filming videos as well. Filming consistently. I've learned better communication skills, I guess.
0: It wasn't my favorite thing, honestly. When I started... I uh, watched a video from Think Media It they're on YouTube and basically they talk about creative content. Um, that was my first time I created a video. I was contemplating same like I started being at home and I didn't have anything going on. So I was just losing my mind. <laughs> I watched the video and the guy was like he gave his advice is like your day is today. If you are not going to post a video today, you're never going to be able to do it ever. So today is the day. Take your phone out, make a video, go post it on YouTube. That's going to give you a boost of confidence. That's going to tell you that you can do this. I'm like, you know what? Sure. Why not? I took this. (laughs) I made a video in front of a camera, but just literally my black robe in the background. It's my husband's guitar. (laughs) I am talking about some product from the ordinary or like a chemical peel That gave me the confidence. I'm like something that I'm thinking it's so worst. It's actually not. It's just all in my head. And it's all about creating a new story about your life. It's all about telling a new different story and creating a new reality you might not be comfortable today. But if you keep doing something, it can become your second nature skills can be something that you can learn definitely. So yeah, going live, or for example, just being more in front of the camera, you will eventually get better. My first video is not the same what I have created now, like now my videos have improved. But the first video I created, I literally (laughs) was crying. My second take, I was like, I don't know what I'm um, what I'm saying. I don't know what what should I do here. So it was something very scary. I understand for a lot of People when they say I'm not comfortable in front of the camera. But if you don't try, you're never going to know how you can improve it.
1: Right. You have to. It's all about practice and time. So time is key as well. The more that you do something, the more you get better at it, as with anything in life.
0: How are you going to be able to help a new esthetician if I share your information and they come to you? What are the, some some of the services that you offer that can help them bring more business or maybe help them manage social media? Because a lot of estheticians, sometimes they're working, being in the treatment room, they don't have the time for social media. I know that you could be a really good source of help. So what is that you would be able to do for them?
1: I offer social media management. So I'm a social media manager right now for a couple different uh, accounts. One of them is a skincare line and the other one is an esthetician. Um, I can help them create content. So if they need help with graphics, um, stories, uh, I can share stories for them, engaging stories, you know, ones with polls, quizzes, questionnaires. Um, I also help them with social media engagement because we all know that's a very critical part and component with the algorithm on Instagram. So I can help engage on their accounts with people in our niche. um, I go into hashtags. I try to, you know, engage and be really authentic in what I do because the goal is always organic followers that can hopefully convert into potential clients. So that is what I do. I help, you know, I look at through their insights periodically. I will help guide them, see what's working for them, try to come up with new ideas, um, tell them how to, you know, make their bio very, uh catchy and meaningful because we all know the bio is really what can get someone to follow you ultimately. So, and really just want to learn more about your services. So getting a really nice bio and just using our creativity um, is something that I really, you know, stand behind when it comes to what I do. So if you guys ever need anything when it involves just like needing a load off your shoulder and you're looking for the extra help, that's where I come in and help you manage your social media account.
0: That's amazing, Zaina. Like, it's so impressive that you just jumped from being an esthetician to the social media management. It is so great. I feel like... People can learn new skills, master it, and become the expert in that industry. And I've actually seen it on your social media as well. Your Instagram account is around 27,000, I think, and your TikTok is almost around like 15 17,000, which keeps growing on daily basis. Oh, so thank you. That's something really inspiring to see that if you can't be working at a spa or working on skin, it's completely fine. There are other ways that you can help people definitely. And that's what my thinking is as well, that if I can't have my own med spa, I can at least do something different, something that I can offer some kind of value in a different way. Uh, it's it's really amazing. I appreciate you for doing that, actually, because a lot of people in our industry do need that kind of help. It's, it's not that common to find uh, social media managers that you can actually trust because sometimes they do advertise one thing, but they're not actually there to help you. And it's also the fear of losing your account in case you give somebody your password, your information. Mm-hmm. How are they actually going to like help you? What if they just like take everything and run away? Right. So this is really good to have somebody who actually has work on her account, which you can see as a proof that she's able to help. And then you can definitely... Uh, utilize the services that she offers. So guys, I'm going to share Zaina's social media handle, which is the Dose of Glamour. I'm going to share her social media link and everything in the description of this uh, podcast. You can definitely go give her a follow, check out her services, and see what are the things that she has to offer. And hopefully one day you'll be able to work with her because when I initially started social media, especially Instagram, I knew how to do TikTok, but Instagram was not my... um, my my very favorite platform so Zainab really did help me in guiding me what i have to do what what kind of hashtags i have to use what are the things i should use So it really, really did help my page to grow up to like almost 9,000 before I actually lost it. So
1: thank you so much, Zaina. You can always grow by supporting others and women empowerment is more of what social media needs. So if I'm going to help you, I'm doing it because I really want to see you succeed. And Razi, you're doing an incredible, incredible job. I mean, look at your TikTok phenomenal. It's like 100 over 100K. You're doing great yourself and you're an inspiration to me as well.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Zaina. Last question I have for you is name some of your favorite uh, editing or content creation tools that you suggest people
1: to try. Uh, my personal favorite is Canva Pro. I've had that for about three years now. It's really simple. And now they even have like really cool templates for es- other aestheticians to use or just any field you're in, you'll find a template that, you know, that you can actually be able to customize yourself. It's very simple to use. Um, That is one thing I actually coached some other, uh, you know, estheticians about was how to use Canva. Um, So I would say Canva, I did use um, Planoly for for a while to schedule graphics. That one is a really great one. They have hashtags on there that relate to your post.
0: What about video editing? softwares what is that
1: i personally just i like the tiktok app for that i love the tiktok app for that i kind of just film most of my videos in the tiktok app edit them, and then save them you know so that i can repurpose them for other platforms so for me i honestly do not use another editing app except tiktok sometimes i use instagram as well um i'm trying to look through and see what else i use as far as um I actually, to be honest, that's really all I use in terms of editing. I don't really use too much. Uh, there was a caption website where uh, it kind of like puts the, the words, the text on the video. But now, luckily, TikTok kind of just creates those uh, text to captions as well. So I don't have to use that one anymore. I also forgot to mention I do use snaptick.com. That also removes the watermark as well.
0: If you guys want to use your TikTok from TikTok to like Instagram, just make sure you remove the watermark because Instagram does affect the engagement in case if they see another platform's watermark and same thing goes for TikTok. As Zaina mentioned, there's a website called Snaptic. I will add that in the caption of this uh, podcast and you guys can check it out and see if you can actually utilize that. Zaina, thank you so much for your time and doing this podcast with us. Uh, Definitely so much information that you provided is going to be helpful for all estheticians. I hope you would be able to come back and maybe share some more information before the time runs out. I have to to call the I have to call for the end of this call. Uh, Is there any last message you want to share with the audience?
1: Honestly, I will say keep following your passion. Never give up. And always remember, there's only one you.
0: Such a great message at the end. Thank you so much, Zaina. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Guys, make sure you go ahead and follow Zaina on her social media, The Dose of Glamour. It will be in the caption of the podcast. I will see you guys next time. Till next time, keep glowing, keep growing. Bye.